0: Today is Thursday, June 8, 2017, and a lot has been going on lately. A lot has has um, actually unraveled lately. Where to start? Well, I applied for a job within my university um, in a different department that I was really hopeful about uh, because I really don't enjoy the job that I'm doing there. The The new job that I applied for didn't pay anymore, but it was doing business development, which I think I would have been good for. Anyway, yesterday, the woman who was hiring for that department um, sat me down and had a talk with me and said that they decided to go with someone else. And I said, okay, you know, no problem. i I said, I know that had to be a tough decision, you know, I was supportive of of her, and she said, yeah, we decided to go with someone a little more junior, (laughs) and, you know, I wasn't surprised to hear this, so I guess the guy they've hired is about 25 or 26, good 20 years younger than me, just more confirmation that my age is um, working against me for sure, I'm 46. And um, nobody wants to hire someone who's 46. I have a stack of rejections to prove it. I think I got three or four rejection letters just last week. Um, And I forwarded them all to Mike because we've been having a conversation lately about my job and how unhappy I am there and that I'm trying to get out. And he thinks the problem is with me. And I told him, you know... I don't know, maybe I don't interview great, maybe I don't blow my own horn enough or maybe I blow it too much, I don't know. I have no criminal background, I have a master's degree, I have good personal hygiene, decent wardrobe. (laughs) They just don't wanna hire someone that's 46. So anyway, the woman told me they hired a, a kid that's, or she said, we hired someone who's more junior, whatever. So that's disappointing. And, um, you know, now that's kind of left me in a strange position because people within the organization know that I'm trying to leave the admissions department at the university, so whatever. I don't know what how that's gonna play itself out. The other thing is I have no resolution on the doctorate issue and I'm growing really very tired and disenchanted with my university because on May 20th, they told me I was in, they told me, you know, me and 20 other people in a group email, and um, they invited me to, to orientation, they gave me the tuition waiver, I was good to go. I was like making real world decisions based on acceptance into this doctorate program. And then two weeks later, I get an official email from the university that says my acceptance is contingent and that they have extended the deadline for outside candidates and they plan to give priority to external applicants. So basically, you know, they want me to wait around and if it doesn't fill up, then I can have a seat. I'm really pissed about this. It's, it's bullshit the way I've been treated by them. Um, I think it's disgraceful any reasonable person would have believed they were in. And anyway, I went and I spoke to the provost and he agreed with me and said, he thought it had, you know, been handled poorly. And he said, give him a couple of days to gather some information and get back to me. Well, it's been seven days and I hear nothing. And I sent him an email today and he's on vacation now until June 12th. And, you know, I've got a out of town trip scheduled. Um, for the university. I have to go work at this big event and staff a table for 10 hours. And I really don't want to go out of town and recruit for my university with all of this, you know, in hanging in the, in the balance. I I want this resolved. And I just, I don't feel like going out and beating their drum with how they're treating me. I, you know, so that's unraveled. And, um, I had a long phone conversation with Mike today. I called him and left him a message and said, hey, when you get a free few minutes, can we just talk? You know, uh, I don't have a lot of close friends here. Most of my friends have moved away or they're back in St. Louis where I'm from. And, you know, Mike and I talk okay. He's, he's like my only family here. I mean, and he's had a very successful career and he knows how to play all the politics at the workplace. And I just told him, I said, you know, I wake up every morning and I dread going to work. I really do. I I work at a beautiful campus. I know I work in a nice environment with air conditioning and a nice desk and phone and all of that crap, but I'm so underutilized and I'm so micromanaged by the millennial who is my boss. And I've said before, I, I like her as a person. She's kind and very smart, but she's driving me up the wall. I need to leave and now this, maybe I'm out of the doctoral program thing, I don't know. All the arrows are just pointing to the exit sign. Anyway, I told Mike all of this and I said, I really dread going to work. You know, I'm making $36,000 a year. I could make that or more working half the time working for myself. You know, I used to teach piano lessons. I make $60 an hour teaching piano. I make 80 an hour when I do tutoring. Why am I working for, you know, $15 an hour at this job that I don't like? And Mike reminded me that, you know, I taught piano for a long time and I did get burned out. He said, remember, you really hated that in the end as well. And I did, the parents were often difficult to deal with and I did get burned out on it. And he said, you know, you can't quit your job because you need access to health insurance. You know, once our divorce is final, I won't be on Mike's Blue Cross Blue Shield anymore. And I said, well, that's true, but I can purchase health insurance. I mean, that can be purchased. It's not cheap, but I can purchase that. I mean, I don't, it's really sad that health care has to be the reason why I stay at a job I don't like. And, you know, the other thing is I, I love the teaching part. I wish I could do that full time. But this fall, I'm only teaching two classes, and in the spring of 2018, I'm only teaching one, at least thus far, that could change. If I'm not employed by admissions, then I can teach up to three classes per semester, but those are only $2,800 per class. So, I mean, that's very limited income as well, but I could teach and also uh, start my own business back again and teaching piano lessons and tutoring and I told them I was interested in setting up a consultation service where I help international students get into school. That's something I do every single day. And I see that these are applicants with a lot of money and a lot of motivation to go to school in the US and they have no clue how to do it. And um, I am an expert at this. I know exactly how to help them with all the requirements of the school and the government. And um, I could, Maybe carve out a little niche for myself doing that. Anyway, Mike also reminded me that I'm not good with numbers. In other words, I don't budget well. I don't like numbers. I don't like spreadsheets. I don't like doing that kind of thing. And I'm not good at it because I don't enjoy it. And so he said, You know, you're terrible with numbers. You won't want to do that. And anyway, he's trying to be realistic and he's trying to. helped me make a good decision. And I appreciate that. I, I need him to, you know, point out those things. Cause if I do this, I have to be willing to accept the parts of the job I don't like. And I realize every job has aspects that you don't enjoy, but I, I, I have been in this job four and a half years. It's not what I want to do. And, and how long should I keep doing what I don't want to do? How long should I keep being unhappy doing it? I just, I need to do something else. This can't be it. I say to myself all the time, "My God, have I peaked? Is that it? My career is over. I'm done." And I, and I spent some time today forwarding all these rejections to Mike. You know, to prove to him that I am applying, and you know, we both agree that just filling out these online applications is useless. It's, you know, I'm being lost in this um, sea of people that are applying online and I never hear back. You know, it's really aggravating when you spend three to four hours on an application. I applied for a teaching job the other day at a nearby high school. I probably spent three plus hours on this online application, um, filling out information on you know my background, my skills, my experience. I had to take a math test, a grammar test, discuss my opinions on pedagogy, all these things. I mean, a long time I had to agree to a background check, give my social security number, my driver's license, um, agree to a drug test. I mean, all these things they require of me. And then I hear nothing back, complete silence. It's just not fair. It's not fair that they can take three to four hours of my life and then tell me nothing. Like I I got an automated email. Thank you for applying. And that's been it. And I know by this point, you know, it's June, school districts have all hired their teachers uh, for the fall by this point, I would imagine. And, you know, that's another very difficult job. I might make 42,000, so that's not very much more than I'm making now and you're absolutely chained to your classroom and the parents are difficult to deal with and it's long hours. Teachers work way more than 40 hours a week and everybody thinks, oh, it's so nice you have the summer off. No, you're planning, you're doing professional development, you're doing summer school, tutoring, all of those things. Um, You're not just off in the summer. So anyway, the other thing is, you know, my kids have left for the summer. They spend the summer out at Mike's and because he's got you know, the 10 acres and the the farm and the animals and chickens and cows. And my son is getting a couple of lambs for FFA. And so I understand why the kids want to stay out there. I get it totally. And I agree to that because it makes them happy and that's where they want to be. And I can come and go pretty much as I please. Um, in fact, tomorrow I'm going out there all day over the summer months the university where I work is closed on Fridays. So we have to cram in 40 hours Monday through Thursday. That's a real drag to work four 10 hour days in a row. It's very hard. It's long and I'm exhausted. And, um, but the only good thing is we get Fridays off. I mean, I have to always be available to my phone, but so on Fridays, I'm going to spend those out at Mike's. He's gone at work anyway, and I can hang out with my kids and have lunch with them. And, cook them stuff and try to get them to do things, although they never want to do anything. My daughter is trying to get a job. She really wants a summer job badly. She's 18 and she leaves for college in August and she wants to make some money, which I support. Um, anyway, so I'm unhappy with my job, I'm unhappy with what's happened with the doctoral program, and. I'm unhappy with my kids being gone so right now I feel pretty unhappy and I'm just trying to concentrate on the good things in my life like my band which brings me great happiness I work really hard for my band and doing booking and marketing and website and practicing and performing Uh, the band is like my best friend (laughs) as weird as that sounds Um, that's about it for now I still have not taken any steps towards making my divorce happen I don't want to I the financial instability is terrifying to me it's absolutely terrifying to me especially because I have a job that I hate um, that I feel vulnerable at especially because of all the things that I've just described so that's it for now